This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. Well, time now to turn our attention to the Polish heritage of Otago and Southland Charitable Trust, or otherwise known as Poles Down South, and it's an important year for the Polish community uh, at the moment. And we'll find out a little bit more about why that is with Anna McCreeth Munro, Secretary of Poles Down South, who joins us on the line now. Anna, good morning. Good to have you with us. Thank you, Jeff. Good morning to you. Poles Down South, it's an interesting uh, name uh, and indeed an uh, interesting organisation. Tell us a little bit about your connection to Poles Down South. Yes, um, despite the fact that my name is very Scottish, uh, I am 100% Polish. My Both my parents were born and lived in Poland um, and uh, that truly is my connection. When I came to Dunedin, um, I met up with the former secretary, Russell Childs, and he noted that we started chatting. I noted that he had on his desk um, a sign saying that he was the secretary of the Polish Heritage of Otago and Southland Charitable Trust, which we, for obvious reasons, say Pohos. Uh, it's a very long name. And I started chatting, and there you are. I ended up being part of the board and then became an officer in 2016, I believe it was, and here I am. Uh, this year we're uh, talking about the acknowledgement of all of that history, uh, the history of the first assisted Polish immigrants arriving in Aotearoa, New Zealand in 1872, the 150 years being uh, celebrated and commemorated in all sorts of different ways, and we'll talk about that in a moment, but in general... Uh, Anna, what would you describe uh, the mission and the purpose of Poles Down South to be? In general, I would say it was an organization, we are an organization that is promoting and um, nurturing Polish people in New Zealand. Keeping those connections up and, uh, and of course, not just, as you say, here in Otipoti Dunedin, but right across the country. Um, a little bit of history, uh, Anna. When we're talking about those arrivals back in 1872, what, what were the circumstances that brought the Polish community here? Well, in fact, I, as I understand, the Polish community really was established with that, the arrival of those folks on the Palmerston in 1872. And as you've said, the uh, Julius Vogel scheme was the impetus for those people coming to um, to New Zealand and uh, becoming Poles down south, in fact. And uh, they uh, were the people that were very much involved in the establishment of um the railway, building the railways uh, in here in this uh, part of um, New Zealand and, uh, as I say, uh, doing the hard labor, really, uh, to uh, clear the land and farm it. And uh, they were very well suited for that. And this year, there have been, I imagine, a number of events that have been designed to explore that history. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on. 
Oh, well, we, after some time, extensive planning and organization, we, uh, in fact, just recently completed our celebration, which was a weekend ago. Um, and it began with a, a visit to Port Chalmers um, to uh, show people who were here to uh, uh, show people who were here the landing place of the Palmerston. And then that was on the, the last uh, week ago, Friday. And then we had an official uh, gala opening at the Dunedin Public Art Gallery. Uh, and our mayor, Jules Radich, uh, opened that with us. And we had the uh, Polish Council for the South Island, Mrs. Winston Dormer, with us, and the ambassador uh, to Poland, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Grzegorz Koval, with us, among many, many uh, descendants who were with us on that day, on that evening. And then we, um, the following day, we had a lecture which was given by Paul Klimek, who is our historian and uh, the man who really has put together the biographies of all of the families uh, um, on our website. And then in the evening, we had a gala dinner um, at Toitu. The following day, we had uh, a visit to the Broad Bay Church, um, which we call the Broad Bay Church, but in fact is called Mary, Queen of Peace. And it was built by the Polish people in Waihola, moved to Broad Bay in uh, 1948. And uh, that was followed by a visit to the Tyree region, where the majority of the Polish people lived. Uh, in uh, Waihola and uh, and uh, East Tauri. And we visited some of the cottages, went to several cemeteries and looked at the gravestones uh, uh, that were there and the folks on the bus were uh, connecting with their family heritage in that manner. And, and uh, then, uh, then most recently, in other words, yesterday, just as a matter of coincidence, the actual day of the landing of the Palmerston was December 6th, and uh, we held a uh, ceremony unveiling a plaque to those people uh, that arrived on the Palmerston. Those familial connections, are there, are there many who can now point directly back to those early years, 150 years ago, the families are still present in this part of the country? So amazingly, uh, that question is the, probably the one reason that gave us so much pleasure to put this program together because um, I can't tell you the numbers, Jeff, but the numbers um, of people that connected were so much more than we expected. Practically everyone that that came, and they were invited by uh, email, uh, everyone that came uh, uh, connected in some fashion, if not directly with uh, other members of their families, certainly in the general feeling of the gathering. Um, yesterday, for example, it was just so heartwarming to be in Port Chalmers with uh, the town hall uh, almost filled to the brim with descendants um, mixing with each other and uh, telling stories, exchanging, uh, uh, you know, their contact details and so forth. It was it was really fantastic to see. That's wonderful to hear. You, you mentioned Anna the published biographies on the website. Um, no doubt, 
uh, there's been a lot of work and interviewing and reading necessary to put those stories together. I don't know whether you've had an opportunity to explore any of them, but what kinds of tales might they tell? Well, there are many, and there are many, and truly Paul Klimek is the man to to uh, elaborate on that. Uh, he has stories about uh, uh, things that happened, and as you know, uh, just living a life that was uh, pretty difficult in those early years uh, would produce amazing stories. Uh, I can't elaborate myself on them. I've heard them, but I couldn't recount them, honestly. Um, but fantastic, you know, living a life in a new land, in a, a place where the language is different than your own language, and surviving, and surviving well is a, a huge accomplishment. Paul has spent uh, upwards of 20-odd years putting together these biographies, and they he is in the midst of uh, completing a book about the all of these families, and it will be uh, hopefully available, published in the, new, in the new year. One would imagine that with the celebrations uh, around the 150th that, that more stories still are still coming to the surface through the opportunity to talk and make Absolutely. those connections. Absolutely. Uh, uh, truly, um, personally, when I, I had many people come to me and just uh, put their arms around my shoulders, and that would have happened to all of the members of the board, uh, to say, thank you, thank you so much for this opportunity. We didn't think that this could happen. And it truly just a thrilling thing for the Trust to be able to, to be the catalyst for that. And these stories, of course, I'm sure will be celebrated and shared in this Dunedin UNESCO City of Literature. And of course, there are cities of literature all over the globe. Uh, and Krakow as well. You have a connection there? Uh, my only connection is the was tracing the life and sort of path of my parents when they were living there for for, for a short period of time, but I was uh, I did go to um, Krakow with uh, Eva Radetzka Pollard, who is our chairperson. She was kind enough to actually design our trip to Poland, so I could, in fact, trace my parents, part of my parents' uh, life in Poland, and we stayed in Krakow and met with Justina Joachim, who was uh, the Krakow City of Literature um, coordinator, and we uh, managed to find a book by Janet Frame that had been uh, published and um, uh, translated into Polish, Jeff, and um, what had happened was a poem of Janet Frame's was uh, projected onto a wall in Krakow, and it was part of the project to promote the interaction between the UNESCO cities of literature. And so when we met up with Justine, the first thing she did was to take us to a bookshop. And lo and behold, right on the first shelf, almost as we walked in the door, was that book by Janet Frame. I'm afraid I can't recall the, the title, I'm sorry. But she she was instrumental in taking us around Krakow uh, uh, and uh, to Wawel Castle, and uh, we just had a wonderful day with her. Uh, that's it. That was the that was one of our one of the places that we visited, and uh, it was great fun to to connect. 
I guess it makes it shrinks the world, doesn't it? When you find yourself uh, in such a, a place, in such a space, and recognizing and seeing something familiar, and, and knowing that uh, there are these connections, particularly through your association with poles down south, um, the world perhaps doesn't seem such a, a large place when you've are able to take up those opportunities. Yes, totally agree with you. It's be, it seems it's becoming smaller. Um, Week by week, Jeff. But in terms of in terms of my Polish connection, um, while I am a hundred percent Polish, um, I have never felt more Polish than since my connection with uh, the Polish down south or Pohos. It's been a wonderful experience. So, with the major events for the hundred and fiftieth now behind. Poles down south. Yeah. Uh, what what do you see as um, the priority for the group and its ongoing um, endeavours to to foster those connections? I believe that we will just continue to foster to encourage those connections and um, delve in a little bit deeper in the connections that were made by the descendants uh, in the last week or so, and um, uh, promote uh, Paul's book and to uh, continue as a nurturing group, um, look at other projects that we can take on. We are celebrating as an organization, as a trust, we are celebrating 25 years next year, and we'll have a, a celebration on a smaller scale, but a celebration of that, and that will take uh, some doing. Uh, we will continue to restore or help restore with the assistance of the Polish Embassy in Wellington um, and other um, entities. Uh, the Ethnic uh, Council in Dunedin has been very helpful from a financial standpoint um, and other other uh, charities that are out there that do uh, give money to people like our trust. Uh, so we'll, we'll continue on the same path. Jeff, we've got a little bit more um, uh, material to work with, I can put it in that way, and we'll just continue that way. So interesting to hear your story and uh, to learn about the opportunity to discover more stories. If you're interested in visiting uh, the Poles Down South website, it's nice and easy to find, polesdownsouth.org.nz. There is plenty to uh, keep you informed there and links to also the 150th celebrations and some of the information around that. Uh, Anna McCreeth Munro, Secretary of Poles Down South, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Jeff. Wish you a good day. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.